Welcome back to the sensual, smooth, sexy hour with DJ Brown Sugar. Call us with your requests at 695-732-6971. That's 6969-723-7591. Oh baby, we'll make you harder than the 13-year-old boys at the Super Bowl halftime show. Call in with your hip-shaking requests at 697-893-6973. Our hips and balls don't lie. That's 732-325-6969. And the Goose Podcast. It is the Two Gods and a Goose Show, Season 3, Episode 1. We got renewed for a third season, Sham. This is a this is a, a truly a miracle. I don't even know how that happened. Seriously. Thought we'd be done after one season. Uh, we are with you guys, and this is going to be... I just want to put this out there. This is going to be a very jumbled show. And if anyone needs to know... I don't think I need to tell you this, but it's going to be a jumbled show because of your boy Sham over there. I feel like I, I, I keep the show on track. I'm the conductor of this train. You're the caboose. This was definitely a show where you were definitely in control of the train, and we're going on various train tracks, and it's completely off the rails a lot of times. Uh, we will get into that coming up beforehand. Sham, as always, plug the iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart. Run it all down for them. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher for our Android friends. iHeartRadio has been our partner for a year now probably, right? Shocking. Just Shocking. Yeah, I don't know how we haven't gotten canned yet, but they're still our partner. Um, you can listen to us there. Uh, and also, we have a sponsor, one of many, but this one seems to like to stick with us. SeatGeek. If you use promo code SHAM, that's S-H-A-M, uh, you get 20 bucks off your first purchase. Just for reference, we were recording this part, this first segment on February 3rd. We were originally supposed to do this. As everyone knows, my birthday was on the 28th of January. We always, in our first two seasons, have done um, birthday shows for both of us. Um, but we weren't able to do a birthday show. And by we, I mean him. He was the problem. We will, we will get into that uh, in, in a bit. And we're going we're gonna to do something today. We're going to touch on a couple of things. But we're going to try to make you guys laugh today. For some reason, you guys really enjoy us. Uh, and by us, it, I mean me yelling at him. Uh, so we're going to do an episode. Our, our friend Joe Nardone is going to be on a little later on with us. We're going to talk some Super Bowl foods, even though the Super Bowl was yesterday. But just just hang with us on this episode. It will all make sense, and, and you know we'll try to make you guys smile in a time when you know I think, I think stuff like that is needed. So um, as we always start off the show with one of our fans' favorite segments, it is What Sham Drinking. So today I have indulged myself in some hot bean water, a.k.a. Uh, coffee. Uh, but within the coffee, I have some fun stuff. I have a little bit of milk because I have acid reflux issues, and I have a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> on brand, man, on brand. Obviously, we have to start with uh, the passing of of NBA legend Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, along with seven others, in just a horrific um, helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, right outside of Los Angeles. Um, you know, I, I don't know that there's a lot of words that haven't been said already. It was one of those moments, man, in life when you feel like when everyone, you know, together kind of feels like the world stops. And this was one of those moments. And obviously, as I said, there's not much we can say that hasn't already been said out there. Kobe obviously had a, you know, massive impact, a worldwide phenomenon, uh, you know, accomplished one of the best basketball players ever. Um, he, he was an, an even better father you know as he retired from the game and and that element i know crushed everyone's soul seeing his daughter Gigi on the um helicopter with him uh but the, you know there's there's very few moments in life when everything stops and everyone kind of stops and and we all kind of grieve together um and, and you know a friend of mine said last week it's kind of the time when we all kind of morph into the type of people we we wish we were all the time where everyone's kind of caring about each other everyone was checking on each other you know i know nba twitter everyone you know, was constantly, is everybody okay? It's, you know, that, that family come together type thing from yeah. people that haven't even met each other. Um, you know, and, and we hope that there's not that many moments like this in, in, in our lifetimes. 
Um, but this was definitely one of those moments and just a massive tragedy. And, you know, whatever people thought about Kobe, he was an imperfect guy. Um, I, I related to him in a lot of ways because of the imperfect element of, of him. Um, but regardless of what you thought of him, if you if you didn't care for him on the court, whatever, you know, that it's impossible to not have the empathy in the situation and, and just, you know, a, a terrible tragedy, Sam. Yeah, I mean, it was it's, it's incredibly sad to to hear the news and to see the impact that Kobe had on, I mean, it, it seems like virtually everyone, not just in the sports world, but outside. I mean, I had, I had some friends here that don't watch sports, uh, don't really have never talked about Kobe Bryant in their lives and still were moved to the point where they're breaking down crying because of this. And I, and I, and I think that speaks to, to Kobe as a person. Um, and how everybody thought that this guy was going to be immortal that he just he's going to live till he's 100 and he is going to create so much positive impact and change throughout his, throughout his entire life his daughter will grow up and be a star of the WNBA and whatnot and and that being all taken away in a heartbeat is really was really hard to swallow um but i know that the legacy that he left behind and the teachings that he left people within the sport sports world and outside the sports world really appreciate his time um on this on this planet and it's unfortunate that his daughter passed away as well, and also the seven others uh, who are also on the the helicopter. Um, it's it's truly a tragic piece of news to hear. We will not forget this. It's never going to feel real to a lot of us, uh, and obviously thoughts and strength to his family and and you know his wife and and his girls and you and know, the seven others and the seven others and the, all the families. And, and and their families, yeah. This yeah, all the families that were involved. for so many involved, yeah. Absolutely. So strength to all them. We're going to try to make you guys laugh and, 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 you know, with our normal silliness today. Uh, I wanted to start, and, and we'll get to a couple NBA things, but, um, and it, this is going to be the theme of this episode. And, and, you know, in previous episodes, we've had our counseling. Everyone kind of knows Sham and I have had some marriage problems over the last year. Um, but but we have to focus. There there's some major issues in the relationship right now that are that are new. In in 2020, you know, I hoped last year at the end of last year we went through a good counseling on the air, and I hoped that we kind of moved on from this. But but this guy Sham is is on another planet now. Uh, and and just for 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 reference, we recorded the second part of this show, which is going to be with Joe Nardone. We recorded that last Friday. And so I just want to give you some, you'll understand the context when you listen to the segment, but we're doing this kind of out of order because Sham had, had us recording last week and then he flaked. And, and this is what we're really going to get to. There's just a problem right now, Sham. It's a problem. Sham has gone Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. He is, I mean, no, 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 just, just, just hold on. So he's now becoming, I mean, I, I, I tweeted this last week. He has been – I haven't spoken – until Friday of – Thursday, Friday of last week, I had not spoken to him in probably two weeks. Time is money, baby. So this guy is just he, – he's – and I'm seeing him. He's now become a DJ, and, and just for context because we let everyone in the, in the room, we recorded a segment maybe like end of last year about me ripping him on being a DJ. And every time I say DJ, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing the air quotes. So he's become a DJ. So he just he just woke up and be and decided he was going to become a DJ. That was his thing. So ever since and by the way his name his name uh, his DJ name is Blaze, and this is because of a story that you know if you listen to our last episode of him trying to talk to him and a friend talking to girls, um, go back and listen. It's fantastic. So sham. Um, but ever since this sham, I just feel like you've put the show on the back burner. You know I can't get you on the phone. You're flaking on recording. The, what is going on, man? Like, what, what, what is happening right now? Listen, I don't think it's any secret for for you, for anybody listening, um, for my parents, for for my Your parents friends. are not listening. They're not listening to this. I'm a hot commodity, and when you're a hot commodity, you have to spread your spread your wealth across the entirety of the day. There's only 24 hours in a day, and I have to sleep for 10 of them. So I don't know what time i'm gonna have for everybody and this and that i got a job you know I, I i got a dj at night um so you know i gotta spread my wealth across everybody right so if i'm not available it's not because i don't want to be available it's because i've gone hollywood right so I, I don't know how we combat this and again we're gonna get into this in the second segment with our good friend joe nardone a guy who's pretty much part of the family he's a day one 
uh, and we really there's a prime example of Sham going Hollywood that you will see at the beginning of this of the second segment. Yeah, talk to my agent now. Like I've gone Hollywood. He's like, just yeah, you're hitting me with this agent stuff constantly. You're canceling um, recording sessions. You're flaking. You're making up times that we agree. I mean, you're just you're all over the place right now. And every time I see on your Instagram story, it's Blaze. It's you know you posted a picture a couple weeks ago that I've now made as your picture in my phone. Um, mm-hmm. You know, picture with your your sunglasses. Like you have sunglasses on constantly when I see you now. Just like you are really, you are really gassed up about your whole thing right now. Like you got some, you got some. Um, you know, you've kind of become the star of this show. You got a lot of people have created fan clubs and stuff for you. You got gassed off of that, and now this DJ thing. Like you, I mean, he's putting his feet up on the table as he's drinking. He's still at bare feet again. I don't know what to do here because. I feel like you're literally just you you've literally gone off the reservation like you're just phoning it in. Well, if you listen to the second half of this podcast, I actually do literally phone it in. And we'll get to that. So so we have a you know, we're going to do some counseling on the show in a little bit with our friend Joe Nardone. Uh wanted to touch on a couple of sports stories again. We're recording this the Monday after the Super Bowl. So uh obviously the Super Bowl here in Miami it was absolute craziness here. I've never seen that many people in one place at the same time. Um, but I want to get your initial thoughts on the Super Bowl, the halftime show. What what stuck out from you yesterday, Sham? Hips don't lie, baby. We tried to guess how old Shakira was because the, the, that song, Hips Don't Lie, came out when I was like a teenager. So I want to say like 10, 15 years ago. And so we tried to go back and we're like, okay, how old is Shakira? Because she looks great. Yeah. And went on the room. Like some people said like early 30s. Like, I think the highest guess was like 38. This woman is 43 years old, shaking her ass like that. That is impressive. Probably more impressive than anything that happened in the game. Because the game, I mean, let's be honest, it was kind of boring. Well, yeah, I, th- I think the game was 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 very boring. You know, I think from this standpoint, you had Patrick Mahomes have his worst game of his career. His best game. In the Super Bowl, and he still won. Because, I yeah. look, no one is going to say Patrick Mahomes did it, it was the normal Patrick Mahomes yesterday. And some credit San Francisco's defense on that. But he was just missing open guys. I mean, he just didn't look like himself. That being said, he's still 24. He just won the Super Bowl, and he was the Super Bowl MVP. So, like, w- really, what can we really say about it? You can't really say much because he, he won in the end. But I think we've finally, like, put to bed Jimmy G as a fraud. Like, he joins John... Sorry, Jim Harbaugh, Elon Musk, uh, who else? JJ oh, I knew Warren. you were going to chime in with the fraud. Um, so, you know, it's it's we all saw this coming. You know, he's a good-looking guy. Team is doing well, being carried by his defense, his running game. Uh, you know, Debo Samuel and everybody. You know, so it, this guy, I mean, you could put me back there and I get the same stat line as he did. <laughs> I knew on brand you were going to inject yourself into that some way. Uh, the other thing, I, you know, and I want to welcome all the 49ers um fan the 49er fans to the oh man Kyle Shanahan blew a lead in the Super Bowl club um mm-hmm. welcome I'm sorry I know what you guys are going through it's terrible it doesn't get any better um Patrick Mahomes is only 24 so it really doesn't get any better likely but yeah and and the, and the questions around Kyle Shanahan you know if 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 Garoppolo he could he wouldn't do it but if he hit that deep throw yesterday that probably puts the game away for San Francisco he misses him overthrows um if yeah, he overthrows Emmanuel Sanders by 10 yards because Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Um, and Kyle Shanahan's kind of viewed differently, and we view Andy Reid differently today. So I think it's just destiny for, like, Bay Area teams to blow leads. Oh, man. And, like, the final closing of, you know. Oh, man, you took that in a whole different area. I wasn't ready for that. It's it's destiny. It th- I think it's, like, part of, like, signing up to live in San Francisco. You're just like, oh, you're going to blow a lead at some point in your life. <laughs> and this is their moment. Maybe next year they'll come back with the decent quarterback. Maybe Jimmy G will figure out that he's, uh, you know, fraudulent and start working on his game and deep ball and accuracy. And man, you didn't have to bury San Francisco. That's a great city, man. What the, what's wrong with you? Now I haven't been there, but I've heard there are a bunch. <laughs> of of course, you haven't been there. I knew that I, was the next know, thing coming. Because that's where Elon Musk lives, and where where did Jim Harbaugh coach in college? Oh, let me hear. Uh, and in uh, in the NFL? Oh yeah, the 49ers. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so there's there's lineage there for all this fraudulent activity. So I'm just kind of going with the flow here. JJ Watt probably has a relative from there as well. Oh so Jesus! It's it's just part of being a San Franciscoan, San Franciscoanian, or San Franian. 
So congratulations to Andy Reid. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to Kansas City, which, by the way, is also in Missouri, in case you're wondering, not in Kansas. I thought it was in Mississippi. Football is a dying sport. Okay, I knew that was coming in. Uh, that's our transition to the NBA. And, you know, we'll get to the trade deadline in a second, but, I mean, you can't you can't start a basketball conversation in the last week of encore stuff without saying Damian Lillard, man. You know, I just kind of feel bad for him because – He's putting up like crazy numbers, but he just has garbage around him. Like at 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 what point is Portland going to give him some help? Was that your point right there? That was your whole point right there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't say Portland has garbage around CJ McCollum, Carmelo well, Anthony, why they winning? Hassan White. Because they're injured. They've had tons of injuries. So they lost better players around them. They, Start making <laughs> trades. Start doing something. Every they, team goes through injuries. That's not a good excuse. They lost Rodney Hood, uh, their starting small forward. They lost. They already had no Nurkic, their starting center. Zach Collins, a, a plus defender that that was that was big time for them in the playoffs last year on the defensive end. They're getting those guys back, so they're getting healthy right now. What they're doing though, they're running over playoff teams right now. They beat uh, the Lakers, Houston, um, Utah the other night, Indiana. They are running over teams right now, and and but it's because Dame has to put up sixty pl- like sixty points a game, and Dame is playing out of his mind. I mean, I don't remember when we've seen a player in a rhythm like this. Um, for the, this this long, I mean, I, I know he's the first player in NBA history to average 45 points and 10 assists over a six-game span. He's doing things we haven't seen before, Sham. Uh, and and the thing about them is, um, you know, obviously Hassan Whiteside is is having one of the best um, years of his career this year. I know what you'll say; it's a career, it's a it's a contract year, and, and understood. But um, they have that contract to flip potentially this week. I don't know if they're going to make any make any changes because again, they're getting Zach Collins, they're getting. Um, Nurkic back soon. Those guys will come off the bench most likely, and that's two-plus defenders coming off the bench on a team that already scores a whole lot of points. You know, is Dame going to stay scoring 50 points a game? Probably not, but he's still a 30, 35-point-per-game guy. And the the difference in, you know, seven, eight, nine wins as opposed to losses with them is maybe three or four points a game on defense, so you have two-plus defenders coming back. They should feel really. Con- I, I think that team, that franchise, is is far from done this year. L- look out if they if they end up getting a Utah or a Houston or a Denver in the first round because that nobody wants to face. You don't want to face Dame. Dame can win a series by himself. He's that good. They just need more help. I think. Like yeah, this is all fine and dandy. Dame, like Dame is putting up 50, 60 points a game. That's great. But one is it sustainable. And two, once they start queuing in on Dame, who's the next guy to step up and start scoring points? And if you've noticed, they're sure they've been winning a lot of games. They've been scoring like 120, 130 points, but they're also letting up like over 110 points every game. So at what point is defense going to kick in? And yeah, you said Nurkic is coming back and Collins is coming back, but they need more help. Like they need more wing help. They need more, just more defense in general. Agreed. Because no. When you get to the playoffs, you defense is what what matters. You can put up. I mean, look at Harden. You can put up 60 points a game and lose in five. Right. Agreed. No, they they are not a championship contender. They're they're a team, but the, but they they are a team that looked dead for a while, and they are not dead right now. The Trevor Ariza deal looks to be a plus deal. That was an upgrade over Bazemore. Ariza brings an attitude. He's he's able to play D. He's a plus defender. So you know, but I think they need to make some moves. But they have the leverage, and I said this at the beginning of the year. They are are positioned like not many teams are with. An expiring contract in Hassan Whiteside. If they don't decide to use that this year, they'll still be able to use that this summer. They'll probably have 14, 16 million uh, to build around Damon CJ and a Nurkic and a Zach Collins. You know, so so I, ju- I just think that their future, they could put this thing back in the Western Conference Finals next year type thing. Dame Lillard is in his prime. CJ McCollum is in his prime. You need to maximize their primes, right? Like the the end goal for this team should be like at least a Western Conference Finals appearance. No, I agree. I agree. They, and with they, this current roster, I don't think they're that good. No, I, they're not. They're not a contender, and they should be a contender at this point in maximizing yeah, and maximizing so, Dane's prime. And so they need to do something to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, abso- it's another lost season for them. N- no, I absolutely agree with you. That's a good transition to just touch on a couple trade deadlines, and it, and it's been really quiet. This is probably the most quiet we week we've had, trade deadline week we've had, and I can't remember. Uh, there is some 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 uh, talk about Houston, and it, it's a head scratcher. Sham and I talked about this on the phone earlier today. They are apparently trying to move Clint Capella, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. 
I haven't. I know the Knicks made an offer. They're kind of chasing um, D'Angelo Russell. I know um, Minnesota has has chased D'Angelo Russell. The Warriors are dealing with a um, tax issue right now with uh, all three of their main guys on max deals, and then D'Angelo Russell. So, um, but outside of that, there hasn't been a lot of conversation, Sham. Yeah, I mean, I am not surprised to be honest because last summer there was a feeding frenzy for free agents, and a lot of teams spent a lot of money on long term contracts. And so now, there really isn't much movement because one, the free agent class this year is kind of weak. I mean, I think Andre Drummond might be the best free agent right. to hit the market if he even hits the market, which is still up in the air, I think. Um, and so teams are kind of like shell shocked with either like having no money to even operate within like with trades because their contracts that they have to deal are really long, or they just generally have no space, or you're a team that's bad, and you're asking too much for the contracts that you have. I'm not very positive there'll be a lot of movement. I mean, I think off the top, the top things that you pro- that we probably want to watch for, and this is just kind of me thinking off the top, obviously, as we just mentioned, Portland with the expiring Hassan Whiteside deal, I think it's a $24, $25 million expiring deal, so that's a big deal. Um, that could yeah. net a, an impact player. I think, as you mentioned, our Pistons with Andre Drummond, what they decide to do with that, because he does have a um, a player option next year, he'll most likely decline that. Uh, Houston with Clint Capella, because that's that's been all over the place that Houston is trying to basically get some first-round picks, some assets for Capella, and flip those for a wing player. That's what that was being discussed, correct? Or just straight, or just trading straight up for a wing player. Yeah. R- right. Right. So those those seem to be, and then the D'Angelo Russell thing as well is something that kind of has a timer on it. Um, but those those are pretty much the places to to look during this trade deadline, and it, and it's just kind of a, a a anticlimactic trade deadline day type thing. But we have more important, bigger fish to fry, as we say. And that is our friend Joe Nardone is going to join us. So this second segment we recorded last Friday, and you will get the contacts within it. But this is going to be a therapy session for our friend Sham, Hollywood Sham, as I now call him. Do you have anything to say for yourself before we get into this and we expose your your Hollywood big time, big shot thing in a second? All I'm going to say is time is money. And a goose? Wait, uh, a goose? Is this right? This is the two gods and a goose show. Okay, uh, we are going to kind of do this on the fly right now. I believe in transparency with our audience. Our good friend Joe Nardone, my dad's BFF, is on the line with me right now. What's up, Joe? Nothing. What's going on, my friend? So, you know, I was like, look, man, let's let's do this and, and, and be transparent. Uh in this radio game, sometimes we'll do a a a um, we'll we'll can something. That's the industry jargon for. Oh, and uh, uh, I apologize because I'm by my pool right now recording, and it's 77 degrees. So if you hear palm trees swaying or whatever, I apologize to the audience, especially those of you in the country in cold areas. I really apologize. Can't relate. Uh, but we they do these things called we can interviews. So we'll do something. We'll record a show out of order and then put it together in, in, in production and, and bring it to you guys. So we had scheduled with Joe, and we're going to get some food stuff and be silly and try to make everybody laugh this week. Um, so we had talked about this show, what, like Monday, Tuesday. We were like, look, you know, we want to do this food thing, and obviously we've been trying to work a way to get you back on the show for a minute. It was Monday, Tuesday we started talking about doing this, right? Correct. And, and you guys are going to hear this is going to be a little out of order. I'm going to rip Sham earlier, but this is kind of the, the, the to be continued from that. And, and, and this was important to do this right now. Sham had reached out today and said, Okay, we'll record at 4:45. Now, just for just for everyone letting everyone behind the curtain fully, forever, Sham and I when we talk about times, we always go off Eastern Standard Time cuz he's 1 hour behind me in the Midwest, but we always go off my time. So he says 4:45 at the latest I'm going to record. Now, letting people further behind the curtain. Joe has an, a, a thing to do at 6 o'clock. So he said, "Look, I'm free from 5 to 6 basically and we we set it all up." And, and Joe, we've just literally been sitting here waiting for Sham for what? The last hour? Is that, would you say that's fair? 45 minutes. I mean, it, it hurts my feelings a little bit. I'm a big J journalist, and I'm stood up by Sham because he went Hollywood. I've been trying to tell everyone this new Sham, this new Hollywood Sham is, it's a problem. It's a real problem. Like I, and Joe kind of said, and, and we talked um, for a second on the text a minute ago before we jumped on here, because I said, 
this is why we don't do shows more often. And he said, I thought it was a gimmick. And, and to be fair to everyone, at 35, 40% of the time it is. The other 60% is this guy has gone Hollywood. He's a DJ now. And when I just said DJ, I did the air quotes because he's not really a DJ. Um, so this guy then says, he calls me to, uh, to, two or three minutes ago. And he tells me, hey, uh, just start recording and throw me on the phone. I'm ready. <laughs> he's, he's in the car and he tells me, just, just throw me on. Just, just, let's just hit record. Let's do it out of order. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to entertain. So he just tells me. So we are just going to wait for Sham. And I want this to be a prime, prime example of what this dude has become. Joe, it is a problem. Hollywood Sham is a problem at this point. There's multiple parts of that story to break down. But the best is that he believes he's like a jack-in-the-box performer where he's just like, just put me on. I'll yeah. entertain the masses. Just put me on. It's yeah, he, t he tells me when, when I first, and this is the part I forgot, when, when he first calls me, and mind you, he's been ghost for the last two or three hours, right? He hasn't said anything, hasn't said, hey, I'm going to be home in 10 minutes. So he calls me, and he tells me, I'm going to be home in 10 minutes then. And he says, um, what are you frustrated? He could tell I'm frustrated. And he said, why are you frustrated with me? I said, you said 445. He said, I meant 445 my time. And then, he, and then Joe, and then he pulls this. He says, my agent, my agent told you 445 my time. Oh, oh, no. This is Joe. This is a serious situation, man. We we I feel like there's an, an, an intervention at this point. Something needs to happen because this guy has gone full on Hollywood at this point. You guys have that Oasis issue where he thinks he's the better of the Gallagher's. Oh, and, and uh, I don't mind letting him be the the rodeo clown. I know that everyone shows up waiting for his circus act. I understand that. I fully support that. I encourage that. I fan that flame, but. We're now to the point where this guy is has just gone Hollywood. He's telling me to talk to his agent. He's telling, he's making up fake times that he's going to be available. He's saying now, he's he in essence said today he didn't feel like he needed to even get in front of his mic. He just was ready to roll. He he just and and I said, how am I going to plug? You, how am I going to pod you in when you're on the phone? He said, hold the phone up to the mic. Oh my God, that that is um both an amazing level of confidence but also a narcissism that's unrivaled and you know what matter of fact joe let's let's call him on, let's call his bluff i'm gonna actually do what he asked me to do i want to see is this guy this big of a star at this point where he can just do it he can just do it on on the spot let's it has see, been clear here to the listeners that like we did not plan this this, this is, is not planned no real time and and i feel like See? Automatic voice message system. Did he just F you button? Yeah, he, he literally just, he sent me to voicemail. He sent us to voicemail. And Joe, why I wanted to record this is, you know, we've all known each other many, many years. You've been a day one guy on this show. You know, everybody loves you. You're, you know, my dad and you have a special relationship. And, and so I felt like I needed to bring you in on this family matter because this is a serious deal. He just sent us the voicemail right there. That's a prime example of how Hollywood this guy has actually went. This is like, I don't even know what the comparison would be because obviously he's, you know, the quote, air quote, star of the show. He's the clown at the circus everybody comes to see. Right. Um, which, you know, that's fine. But you're also the, the technical mastermind. You're the pro wrestler that's, you know, not that exciting, but you're the one that puts it all together to make the other guy look really good. Yeah, I am the Paul Bearer. He is the Undertaker. But now the Undertaker's not even showing up. The music's his mu Undertaker's music is playing, and Undertaker's not even showing up at this point. He's saying, "Pod me in, man," on the phone. Yeah, he's like, "I'll do a live remote." It's heartbreaking, you know. It's ten years from now, when people look back at this moment, they'll consider this the starting point of the end of this great podcast. Not even answering. Only reason you're not getting the fu button is on the other line with yep. somebody. Yep. This is t this is tragic, Joe. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. That's where we are. Oh, now he's fa oh now he's now he's FaceTiming me. Now he's FaceTiming me. Oh, he wait 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 wait. Don't say anything. Just look at the camera as you are right now. Yes, is uh, is Joe there? Joe's on. Me and Joe have already been talking about this tragic event in the family where you've just gone completely Hollywood. I mean, what'd you expect? I mean, I'm the star of the show. What'd you expect? I don't I don't have any words, Joe. I I. This is what I'm dealing with. I feel like I mean, my father's being cheated on. This is the monster that you created. You said, Shim, you're a star. And you know what? 
I leaned into it, and that's who I am. And he, and mind you, Joe, he told me 10 minutes ago when I talked to him, he said, look, I already have my mic set up. Because usually, and this is, again, letting people behind the curtain, but at this point, we're kind of, our audience is our family. We're having an intervention at this point. Usually when I call Sham and we FaceTime so we can ch- see each other, um, I call him, and he's usually on the couch with his dog, just like, you know, not not prepared, not anything. We could have a scheduled, we could say we're going to record at 5, and... Sham will just be on the co- on the couch sleeping when I call him. So even right now, he told me I have my mic set up. I even have my drink set up, and now he's literally just. W- I'm watching him walk through his kitchen. Still has his sunglasses on in the house. I mean, my job here is to come play the straight guy here and get the blunt of the jokes. But now it's trouble. Sometimes we can't even let him come in and pile on. I mean, Joe, we you ha- we have to be concerned at this point. This is a, this is a serious. It should be a serious concern to us at this point. This is like what happened. When ER became bad, because George Clooney became Hollywood and left. He, he really is. Yeah, Sham is literally George Clooney at this point. He is leaving ER. He is. He doesn't even understand that reference, first off, because he's like 19. He has just, he has gotten way too big. This this whole thing. He now, you know, his DJ name is Blaze. He's just, you know, call me Blaze all the time I get this stuff. Like, I mean, he's still not, his mic's still not working right now. Dude, I'm, I'm having issues now. See, this is where we are. This is where we are, Joe. You're right. We are having issues. Sham, uh, do you want to talk about, do you want to roll off some hot takes? When we talked earlier, you said, look, man, throw me on. I'm always ready to go. Let's see. While you're working with your mic, can you can you give us some hot takes? Can you can you give us some material? G- give us something right now. Joe, give me a, well, give me, I, give me a topic, Joe. I'm going to give him a topic to just go off on. Joe, give us a topic. Because you know, now I have to go to my backup computer, you know. Hey, Sham, stop stepping on our, on our guest. He's talking, and you're talking all over him. Okay, I can't see our guest. I don't know. Okay, I thought you were a professional, Joe. Give us a topic. Let's let's just let's give Sham a throw him a throw him a fastball down the middle. See what he can give us. Sure. Top three hairs in the NBA. Top three hairs in the NBA, Sham. Go ahead. All right. Alex Caruso, Trey Young. <laughs> Darvin Ham. Oh, Darvin Ham. I mean, to be fair, he still kind of got it. <laughs> he still kind of got it. He kind of got it. He really did. This is remarkable. Maybe this is our fault, Keith. I'm, Maybe uh, it's on us. Give me a second. And with these sunglasses, I can't see which black cord I'm pulling. He you know? still has the sunglasses on, guys. He's, like, he's see what's happening here? fully inside, still I'm has this. I'm trying to grab the black cord. I can't tell which is which because I'm, I have sunglasses on. <laughs> This is where we are. He has gone full Hollywood at this point. Like, we're going to literally have to start paying him to get some time. I'm going to have to go through his assistant to set up, a, set up a time window. We can do these shows. Keith, you know what? This By might way, be our fault. Uh, Sham, 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 you're stepping on our guest again. I can't tell if I'm stepping on him or not. <laughs> you know, I don't think they've tried to put Albert Einstein in the box. Your other geniuses, right? Oh, you're do like, not. Call. I'm glad to... he couldn't. I'm glad he can't hear you right now, but Joe. But listen, just hear me out here. I'm not saying he's smart. (laughs) I'm not saying he's smart, but there's a level of genius to his to his act, you know. So maybe it's our fault for expecting him to operate within time frames. Do you know what I mean? Like his genius happens at random. So maybe it's on us. Maybe it's on us. No, that's fair. But he is the guy that all the time says he can go nonstop. Like he, his favorite thing to do is call me on the phone. And, and it's usually at like 7.30 in the morning where he knows. We've, we've established at this point he goes to my voicemail that early because he just refuses to understand that I'm not going to be talking to him at 7.30. But he loves to call me and just burn off his, his takes and do show material on the phone for free. You know, I, I had to tell him today. He started going on the phone this afternoon. I was like, stop doing the show on the phone with me right now. This is really becoming out of your budget. You know, if you're spending my time and, time and effort here putting all this together. Now the Wi-Fi is not working. I don't know what's going on here. Things are going wrong. But just one thing is for certain. I'm getting paid by the hour here. So, Sham, should we just do what we had Joe on to do? So with Joe, we were going to do a, uh, like, how we had March Snackness. We now have a Super Bowl kind of, like, ranking thing. Um, we're going to run through our top five Super Bowl snacks. Um, I cleverly called it the Super Bowl powder rankings, like powder as in like donut powder. So that's what we're. Oh God! I wish I had the lo- I wish I had the loser game show sound loaded right now because Jesus Christ, man! I just call him a genius, and he, he had to explain his own. Yeah, he, Thanks for the support. Just for reference, Joe called you a genius a minute ago. You didn't hear it, but Thank that you. that was your follow up to that. I'm a stable genius. <laughs> so dense. So we're, what we're gonna do here is we're gonna do top five 
um, Super Bowl food slash snacks. Correct, Sham? Uh, that is correct. I can hear can you. Hear me? Okay, so your mic's working now. So you're on, Sham? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you're spiking. Oh, so you just checked in five seconds ago, and now it's. Listen, I thought we we decided to be prepared for this. It doesn't seem like you're very prepared. <laughs> Joe, I, I really, honestly, I don't know what to do at this point, man. I know it makes for good content. He's completely Listen, this is control. my contract here. I, I told him earlier. I, he said, I'm going to quit the show. He started talking about that. And I said, where are you going to go? You and Laz going to do a show together? Like, what are you going to do? And, and he kind of said at this, I, I'm just like, at this point, I'm, I'm just trying to get picks back and some salary relief. I'm a talent, okay? So if you trade me, you're going to get something great. We didn't get any of that. But it is my contract here, so. We didn't get any of that. Are you serious? It's that Are bad. You underwater. This is, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna leave most of this in the recording because I need our audience to really understand. Sham, it's not even a joke. Like I, like you know, obviously I thought this was all a gimmick, and then like you know, I was on a time crunch here, and me and Keith were talking, and I'm like, oh, I just thought this was a gimmick. And he goes, no, like forty percent of the time it's a gimmick, but then yeah. it's real. The rest of it's real. But, uh, Joe, I'm letting you see. I'm, I'm letting everyone, because I'm telling you, I'm not going to edit a lot of this for our audience. I this want is the why audience. they tell you never meet your heroes. Shan is my hero, yep. and I met him. Yep. And now here I am. Listen, I'm my own hero, and I've met me, and I love me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into these snacks, man, because at this point, if, if so people are for it. so hard to stay mad at you. If pe- <laughs> That's, I know. Joe, welcome to my world, man. He, he will frustrate me. And I just want to quit and turn off my mic, and then he'll just hit me with something. Where he just pulls me back in. He's like a fisherman. He just he just <laughs> yeah. throws his reel in, and it's it's like it's something. It's, Even though you know you're going to your death, you, no, you want to yeah. be for the right. He literally throws it. It's chicken tenders, and he's just like, "Hey, hey, look what I got on the line!" Mm-hmm. And he rolls me back yeah. in. All right, yep. let's get to let's get to the uh, the hook snack. line sinker. <laughs> let's get to the snack powder rankings. Are we really? This is this is the best you you can tell. He half-assed this because he's naming it the powder rankings. I was gonna call this the super bowel. Snack powder rankings oh, because you know. All right, let's. I've had enough. That's where I was going. I've, I've had yeah. enough. I've had enough of him, Joe. Let's get into our top five. Let's start with Joe. I've heard enough from Sham already. So, Joe, give us your top five snack slash food Super Bowl snack slash food rankings. Go ahead. Number five, those tiny club-like sandwiches. I don't know what they're called. They have meat and cheese and lettuce on them, but they're cut tiny. Like club sandwiches. I believe they're man. called finger sandwiches. Finger sandwiches. Okay, finger I sandwiches. Love finger bang in my mouth you know in the upper echelon of society like i am in there's plenty of finger sandwiches at every uh, at every party it's a common hors d'oeuvre great great choice joe keep going number four joe uh wings boneless or bone little, probably uh both but if i had to pick one i'd go with uh without the bone wing uh and those are nuggets i'm gonna address this in my top five in a few stand by continue joe number three cocaine love it Okay. Uh, it, Super Bowl's in Miami this year. Felt fitting. Um, and it's the powder rankings. <laughs> yeah. So it fits. Uh, I love cocaine. Or useful with cocaine. Uh, number two, pizza. All varieties of pizza. I just like pizza. It's a staple. It's a safe bet. Number one is chicken wing pasta bake. Yeah, he told me that on with Twitter. With the bones? On Twitter DM, he told me no. that. I didn't know what he's doing, number one there. I don't... Number one, Joe? Do you guys even know what chicken wing pasta bake is? Like a casserole? Yes, I th- no, that's what I thought. Kinda. So all, all you do is, you know, you, you boil your pasta. While you're doing that, you put, you know, uh, turkey or yeah, tur- chicken breasts into a crock pot. You make some wing sauce. Then when it's done boiling the pasta, you put the chicken in there with the pasta, with the wing sauce. You spread some cheese over it. You put it in the oven for seven minutes. And then boom chicken wing pasta bake that that clearly has to have a memory attached to it or something because that's random no, it's not. to have it number no, one yeah no. some nostalgia yeah. yeah there's something attached to that joe honestly. something going on yeah there's something going on there i was introduced to it like two years ago how is it making it you just learned about it two years ago and it's already a number one yeah well probably because it feels new right like i've done a lot of cocaine so that's down to three those those tiny mm-hmm. club like he's got no smell left that's why that could be it as well like the wing sauce is probably super hot, but it doesn't affect me because it just comes right out of my nose. And uh, <laughs> you know, this is what happens when you get old. 
don't know. No, what, what is going on here? No, Sham, Sham, I told the listeners earlier when you were too busy to be on the show that I'm doing the show from outside because it's 75 degrees. So I'm down by my pool right now. And there's kids playing and there's palm trees swaying. And I don't apologize for any of that. This guy. <laughs> All right, let's move to your top five now, Sham. My number five. Your mic's trash. Passed. Your number your... one is your microphone. Joe, I just saw him on FaceTime. He tried to turn the mic off and turn the mic on like that was going to fix the problem. <laughs> so, like I was saying, uh, <laughs> my number five is a dog. I just uh, want to leave. I want. I'm gonna leave this in because your mic is is you. No one can hear what you're saying right now. Do you do you want me to put well, you back on on the phone? Is that would that be a better option at this point? At this point, it may be. I don't know. Um, I, I haven't talked to my agent about getting a new mic, but it'll come out of your budget. So potato skins are That's my your number, number five. five. Number five is potato skins. Potato skins, but not just a skin. It has to be loaded with the potato, the cheese, the bacon, the green onion slash chives, depending on what your what mood you're in. Number four. Not salsa and chips, guac and chips. And I don't care if it's extra. I want it. Put that green stuff in my mouth, all in my mouth. Nice and salty. Um, number three, wings. Not boneless wings, because those are nuggets. Boned wings. I'm a flat guy, not a drum guy. Number two, pizza. Not any kind of pizza. Square cut pizza. I need to have corners for my Super Bowl. I need to have uh. corners. I need to have a thick... Crispy crust, otherwise I'm not happy. Hold on, why are we doing corners in the Super Bowl? What, what makes that, what is the, why, in the Super Bowl? Like, it's a, it's like a square pizza, you know? I, 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 I No, I, I understand corners. when you say a square pizza what a square pizza is. I'm asking you yeah. what is. It could be rectangular, that's fine, but you need to have the corners. What is your number one Super Bowl snack slash food, Sham? Ribs. I love ribs. Love a good rib on my, like, this, this Sunday I'm making my, my signature Asian style fall off the bone ribs. Um, and it'll be incredible. That is definitely my number one. All right. So if uh, it falls off the bone, isn't it just pork? No. Well, it is pork, but so yes, the bone will still be the, the, the bone will still be inserted and served with the, with the rest of the rib. But as soon as you get it and you put it in your mouth, that bone is just sliding right out. <laughs> Slippery. <laughs> All right, uh, my number five is meatballs. Meatballs are fantastic. Uh, I always tend to do those at Christmas. They're just they're just one of those things that's kind of a side dish type thing. Super Bowl, when I think Super Bowl food slash snacks, I think various things. Meatballs is absolutely one of these things. Uh, number four would be a slider. You know, whatever you're kind of into. I'm a big chicken person, so I do like chicken tender sliders or things like that. Number three, I'm at. I'm rocking with the nachos, but I'm doing chicken nachos at that point. Uh, number two, I'm doing pizza. I'm not saying it has to be a square pizza or a rectangle pizza or, or anything along those lines. Just a pizza. You think watching sports, you think pizza the majority of the time. And number one, I'm going boneless wings. They are not chicken nuggets. That is blasphemy. Boneless wings are basically the same thing. It's basically, in essence, what he just said with the ribs, where the bone has no real function in the whole thing outside of basically just being a, a thing you put on the plate it could be like you put a, a flower on your plate for decoration that's basically what the bone is at the end of the day what we're trying to get to the meat you're trying to get to the chicken when you're on when you when you have regular chicken wings you're just trying to get the meat you're not eating the bone yeah but the bone gives flavor that the boneless i don't want to take i don't want i don't need any bone flavor with my chicken I'm first good of all that. you can't like a boneless wing isn't a thing because you can't grill a, a boneless wing Yes, you can. Take the chicken off it and... That's grilled chicken. Grind it that, into a ball. Grill- no, no that's just they're gr- boneless that's wings. That's just a grilled chicken. They're boneless wings. Because so- because the whole point of boneless wings is you have to, like, uh, you know, bread it and fry it. You can... With the regular wings, you can either... No, no, you don't have to... Gri- you don't have to bread... You don't have to bread boneless chicken. You absolutely don't. Then that's just... That's just chicken, then. That That's just... Grilled chicken. Mind you, the last time or this roasted guy, chicken. Mind you, Joe, the last time this guy was in Miami with me, we had boneless wings. So like he's no, oh, he's, you know he's ripping it's something old, he likes. No, I mean I don't mind it, but let's let's call it what it is. It's chicken nuggets. I no. enjoy twenty five chicken nuggets sitting with you at Buffalo Wild. Wings. I don't need any no. bone flavor with my chicken. I don't need that. So I'll tell you a true story. My father owned a restaurant for a while, and our biggest seller was boneless wings. And what you do is exactly you fryer. You bake it for a couple seconds to make for health reasons. You put it with the sauce and you serve it, and it and it's sold way more than than bo- uh, 
normal chicken wings. Exactly. People don't want that mess. But that doesn't mean that that's I better. Ca- I rest my case on. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's better. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. That's just okay. I mean, children eat boneless. You wings, just like okay? bones. I you eat boneless wings. Well, you are. Ch- Never mind. You got the point. Point taken, champ. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now we will go to the 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 definitive consensus list top five um, Super Bowl snacks. Yes, this is uh, so. What who? What is this according to? Is this this is probably the most reputable source I could find? Daily Meal, Dom. I mean, you can't get more reputable. Say it than again. That. Is the DailyMeal.com. <laughs> you can't daily, get more. He reputable said the Daily Meal, ladies and gentlemen. We've tried that four times. I had to edit that up because his mic. The is, Daily Meal. The yes, Daily the Meal. Daily Meal. Okay, number five. I'm gonna start with number six because it's an honorable mention. Number six. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joe. Guacamole. You know guacamole. It's not a you meal. That's not a, that's not a meal. That's a he, condiment. He's making this up. He didn't pull anything from any list. He, of course. Nah, list. Joe, no, Joe, no, you're no, absolutely just, right, no, Joe. No, you're no, absolutely no. right. I'll read the description. You know guacamole. You love guacamole. It's creamy. It's refreshing. <laughs> it's full of flavor. And because the avocado has such subtle flavor, you can make guac in many different ways. Perfect for right, game day. It's a it's a condiment. Yeah. Like, what's the n- number four? Honey mustard. Ketchup. You're a condiment. Ketchup. No, because yeah, there's chip. There's chips. In, I mean, okay, I, okay, it's chips and guac. Okay, I didn't I didn't include the chips in it because I thought you know the chips are just chips, right? We waited 15 so minutes gonna for ba- this, Joe. Number five, chips. Uh, okay, well this doesn't say chips, but I'm gonna assume that read you're gonna what it says, Sam. Right? Read what it says. It's it's a seven-layer dip, okay? Seven-layer dip is what he said, ladies and gentlemen. Seven layers. How can you improve on guac? Layer it with refried beans, sour cream, shredded cheese, chop it with tomatoes, black olives, scallions, for a colorful fiesta in your mouth. Oh, my God. I know what's happening here. They're all going to be guac. Yep. I, I, I automatically got that in the last no, one. No, that's seven-layer dip. That's not guac. Proof I figured it out last time. I, I know. Yeah, I figured it out in the last one. I knew what he was doing here. Uh, Number three. Sorry, number four. Pizza. <laughs> See? Not guac. Super Bowl Sunday is the busiest day for America's favorite pizza chains, and this dish is also easy to make at home with a few shortcuts, such as using pre-made dough and shredded mozzarella cheese. Pizza is a hit any day of the year, whether it's homemade, frozen, or from one of America's best pizzerias. This food is perfect for feeding a ravenous crowd. Pizza's but not it was, snack. but pizza was, but pizza Champ, was on your list. Stop stepping on the gas, Joe. Say what you just said again. Pizza is not a snack. Well, I didn't. Now I don't. Now I'm mad that I gave you that space to talk right there because that's blasphemy. Exactly. Because I said snacks slash yeah. food, Joe. Yeah, I think everybody had pizza on when their list. When this thing of when we listened back to this, it was prefaced as. The definitive snack list of the Super Bowl. Oh, that's According depending on how much pizza you eat. It could be now a I'm snack. back on Joe's side. Just keep going. It's fine. Number four. It's Shem. the daily Number meal. Four, you Shem. really can't get more reputable than that. Meal, and this is in the name. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, spinach artichoke dip. I mean, with chips, okay, if we're going to go that, that route. Uh, chips and dip are an integral part of any Super Bowl celebration. But we are partial to the combination of warm homemade spinach artichoke dip and a classic tortilla chip. Cheesy, garlicky, with enough greens that you feel okay about taking a massive scoop on your plate. This isn't just one of the many dips you need for game day. It's one of the best dips. Number two, buffalo chicken dip. That's a condiment. So three no, okay. of these things no. buffalo chicken have been condiments. Do a, no, no. You, you do a chip. You do a tortilla chips. You, yeah, you have tortilla chips. But it's not a condiment because a condiment is like a sauce. This is like a baked... Like okay, but guacamole is, an absol- is absolutely no. a condiment. No, because you can't buy like guacamole in a bottle. You have to make guacamole out of many different things. I hate I hate this. I just want this list to end. Is fast. somebody driving a toy car yes, by yes, you? Yes, there's right a now. kid actually driving a toy car <laughs> by me right now. <laughs> Can you ask that kid that we're to no? Can you keep going? This list is bad enough. Get him on the show. I don't want to. No, I don't want to pull this kid in and and make them listen to this god awful list that Sham's giving us right now. Okay, should, should I keep going? Number one, dailymeal.com. No, I didn't finish the description for two. We did just talk about dips, but there's one dip that absolutely no He's Super Bowl party would be complete without. Jesus Buffalo chicken dip. It's creamy. It's zesty. It's filling. It's the right amount of meaty. And it's also one of the easiest dips to make. You just mix together shredded chicken, blue cheese, ranch dressing, hot sauce, which are all condiments, cream cheese, and bake. Even the most novice home cooks can pull this recipe. You shouldn't have baked that. You should put that in a crock pot. I agree with Joe. Right. Also, I just no, want to let. I also, too. I want to let Joe and the audience know this is why when sponsors come to us, they don't want him to do live reads because this is how good he is at live reads. So Look, I'm gonna sell. I'm going to live read the number one then. Number one, chicken wings. 
Of all the recipes you need for Super Bowl Sunday, wings should not be neglected. This portable, bite-sized morsel of deliciousness is crisp, juicy, and filled with infinite possibilities. Want a traditional buffalo wing? You can make it. Want something garlicky and cheesy? Bam, you got it. Want a wing that's sweet and savory? Live your dreams. You can make chicken wings in so many different delicious ways. Of course, if you're not feeling up to frying them yourself, you can always just seek out the best buffalo wings in America. There's a link to the best buffalo wings in America. That's how they get you to keep, keep was clicking, right? so good, but then you trailed out at the end. Yeah, you it could started just, out on fire. Though. I bleed the confidence, confidence was leaking out of him at the end, honestly. I leak confidence everywhere. I, <laughs> I, just, don't, this. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> I got some confidence on my chair right now. <laughs> Uh, that is the top five. What was that? What site was that again, Sham? The, the top the five. Dailymeal.com. The Daily Meal, and it's and it's it's the one according to Sham because it has meal in the name. Yeah, and daily. I mean, you can't get more frequent and accurate than that. Daily and meal, right? All right, I've had, en- I've had enough. Yeah, I've had enough of this segment. Joe, let the people know on Twitter where they can follow you uh, at Joseph Nardone, N A R D O N E, and then there you can just find a link to my newsletter. Subscribe; it's free. Please subscribe. He is. Uh, he has good stuff. He is a day one on this show. He is a friend of the pod. We will have. I told Joe this offline. My dad will be here in March, like he usually is every year, and we will have Joe back on so we can have the the the. I'll play the peaches and her reunited. That's a reference that you don't get because you're 14, Sham. But we will pl- we will reunite Joe and my and my dad on uh, an episode in March. So we look forward to that. But thank you, Joe, for I- I'm glad thank you were you, a- able to be on with us. <laughs> And see the nonsense that is Sham, and we kind of were, you know, we we're able to have this family counseling session in public. No, I mean, I guess I'm glad to be a part of it and kind of see behind the curtain. But now I also see why it's hard to uh, to leave Sham because soon exactly, as I was mad. I'm on a tight schedule. I was supposed to be off six minutes ago, but I, I stay because he's just so he's so good. charismatic, enigmatic. He's my human cocaine. Snort me. He's still wearing sunglasses right now. Two guys. Top 10 all-time pacer, Jermaine O'Neal. Best of all-time Rick Smith, or? And a goose. Who's Rick Smith? This is the Two Gods and a Goose Show. All right, you know how we end each and every show. This is my dad's favorite segment. It is called Ask Sham. Hashtag Ask Sham on Twitter. Are you ready, Sham? Uh, uh, I'm ready. Uh, just hit the intro. Yes, ma'am. It's time for Ask Sham. Question number one. Sham, what did you think of J-Lo and Shakira yesterday? The AARP is going to get two hot and sexy members very soon. Uh, The Onion reports that bananas are still the most popular fruit for pretending to receive a phone call. Thoughts, Sham? I don't understand why onions have an opinion on anything, especially fruits. The World Health Organization declares the coronavirus a global health emergency. Are you getting nervous, Sham? I'm not nervous at all. Throw some Lyme disease in there and you got yourself a party. Uh, what did you think of Jimmy G yesterday? Fraud. Coke has debuted their new drink Coke Energy. Are you going to try it? Coke Energy is a whole different meaning on Friday night. Bill Gates' daughter Jennifer just got engaged. Thoughts, Sham? Looks like the gate is closed. Delta is ditching the uniforms that many of their employees call toxic. Thoughts? You know, I've always thought uniforms were toxic. Uh, a Texas man suffered splitting headaches for years. Turns out tapeworms were living in his brain. Thoughts, Sham? You said I've been giving you headaches for years. Maybe it's tapeworms. Are you excited about pop Popeye's new clothing line. I hear it covers my buns. Uh, GM Super Bowl ad revealed their brand new electric Hummer with a thousand horsepower. Thoughts, Sham? Electric Hummer, more like electric bummer. A new research finds all modern humans have Neanderthal DNA. Does that surprise you, Sham? Not at all. You should see my brother. He is hairy. Uh, A group of scientists from UCLA published a story that says people lie to seem more honest. Is that why you lie, Sham? Because honesty is my best policy. That is Ask Sham. Hashtag Ask Sham on Twitter. That is the episode today. Uh, thank you to our friend Joe Nardone. Sham, what did you think of today's show? I think it was the best one in season three.